What's up, guys? TripJobber101.com. Let's talk about J.B. Hunt selling a class action lawsuit. J.B. Hunt agrees, agrees to a $15 million driver pay settlement. J.B. Hunt has uh, been fighting against the class action lawsuit for about 10 years. It started in 07. Basically, the lawsuit alleges that, Cal- that they have not been paying California's um, strict laws uh, according to California's strict labor laws. California has some of the strictest labor laws in the country. Those laws require workers to be paid for meals, rest breaks, and drivers are required uh, for activities like detention, filing paperwork, filling out paperwork, and performing pre-trip and post-trip inspections. Large carriers have been pushing against these laws for years now, arguing that the Federal Aviation Administration Authorization Act prevents individual states from regulating the interstate trucking. In fact, the so-called Dunham has been offered up multiple times in the past few years. The amendment would change the FAA's language to prevent states from including California from giving interstate truck drivers the same protections as all other workers received under the law. Both the American Trucking Association and the Trucker Carrier Association support the Dunham Amendment pro-trucker groups, including OOIDA, oppose the amendment. All right. So back to J.B. Hunt. Uh, Initially, the district court ruled in favor of J.B. Hunt. So basically saying they were not in violation, they were of not obeying the labor laws of California. After that, the court, they went to appeals and the drivers won. By urging of the ATA, J.B. Hunt appealed the ruling to the Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court declined to hear the case. The carrier called a lucky break, and federal judge decertified the uh, the class of 11,000 current and former J.B. Hunt truck drivers back in August, just six weeks before the case was set to go to trial. So it was decertified. As a result, J.B. Hunt is able to settle for just $15 million out of court. The settlement still must be approved by, the, by a judge before being finalized. So they're still waiting on an approval to see if they can dodge this bullet. <laughs> so what, is, what this really is, is mega carriers trying to get out of paying uh, local labor law rules. Uh, the question I have for you, and the reason I brought this up, is do you think that states uh, have the right to control what truck drivers are paid? Um, my personal opinion on it is yes, they do. Uh, I don't agree with truck drivers getting paid to go to sleep, but if that's the state rules, that's the state laws, I think you got to obey state laws. Uh, it's no different than when I go unload in, in a small little town and they have a permit and I have to get the permit, you know, to unload in that small little town because their rules and their, it's their, you know, small town and they matter. <laughs> you don't just get to fuck people over. Um, the interstate commerce rules were really about trying. I mean, we all obey state and local law rules anyway, so I don't see why it really matters that it's on truck drivers. You know, I get the, the mega carriers. Their, their thing is they don't want to pay more money, right? And at the same time, 
you know, uh, they if we had a law, let's say California said truck drivers can go drive two more hours, you know, uh, over the hours of service. Of course, trucking companies would jump on that and having us driving two more hours and, you know, driving 13 hours over in California. And to me, it's no it's no different, you know. So, yeah, I think, you know, if, if whatever state rules are, I think they matter. I don't think this Dunham Act is going to even get passed. The Dunham Act is basically about changing the um, FAA's language to prevent states from including, including California, from giving interstate truck drivers the same protections. So it's about taking away, you know, the protections of truck drivers. But the problem they don't seem to understand is that, there's no way in hell a politician is going to say, yeah, I, I don't want to be able to, to promise the millions of truck drivers out here, you know, bullshit promises to, to deliver on helping them. And I can't get them to vote for me because I just made that illegal. Like, it's just not in a state. It's just not in a politician's best interest. It would be like saying, you know, it's illegal for me to promise abortion rights to women if I'm a liberal right? Or not have abortion rights if I'm a conservative. If it was illegal for you, if there was just illegal for you to, to promise anything in that realm, neither group wins, right? <laughs> like, neither one of them. And and that's what you're really saying. You're saying you can't make a promise about abortion, right? Or you're saying to a truck driver, to the states, is that you have no ability to regulate truckers. So, when you have your elections and you're making promises, you can't promise these guys shit because you don't even you have no control at all, negative or positive. So I don't think this is going to happen. Yeah. So I, I like I said, I, I think state state rights matter, and I think states should have the right to um to say that uh that they feel like you know. This well to have protection for their workers, um, and I think it's a good thing. So, anyway, you tell me what you think. What do you think? You think they JB Hunt should have to settle this? Do you think that JB Hunt should have to um, pay more money for their California drivers or pay them for the individual things? What do you think? Put your if you're on the YouTube channel, put it down below. All right, moving on. Let's talk about change. Um, I was on YouTube and I was checking out um, Jay, the, a trucker named Jay. And what I found out a trucker named Jay had changed jobs. So I was watching his videos. Go check out a trucker named Jay. Um, but while he's talking about changing jobs, I was looking at some of the comments and there was guys commenting about stability. And I just wanted to speak on that a little bit. Nowadays with autonomy and, you know, just kind of technology in general, Everything's being devalued. You know, there is no guaranteed job anymore. There is no, you know, you know, valuable employee really anymore because experience doesn't mean shit in a world that's constantly changing. Right. Back in the day, the world didn't change so much. So if you had 20 years at a company and you were really good at a specific job because things didn't change that much, that was great. Right. But because things change, experience is just the shit that used to exist now. You know, perfect example. My mother back in the day used to work in accounting and for like 15 years, nothing happened. Like they they had these big ass rooms where computers were, but they really didn't use them. 
And you went downstairs and used, you know, calculators and and fucking, you know, files <laughs> in the basement. And you would, you know, nothing really changed. Like the calculators would get better. The computers would get a little smaller. But that was about it. There was no, you know, groundbreaking things happening for a while. It's talking about like 70s. I say most of the 70s, kind of late 60s, most of some of the 70s. Like it just wasn't groundbreaking. Now you fast forward to today, to today, you have companies out there that are creating autonomous accounting programs. You have companies out, you know, Bezos uh, just he started opening up um, a, um, grocery stores that are going to have no cashiers. I mean, think about that in, in like, let's say 20 years from now, he's got a big grocery store, no cashiers. That means there's no cash. Think about that. He's creating stores that basically don't use cash at all. So 20 years from now, maybe we don't even use cash at all. Right? We barely use it now, but can you imagine just not at all? Like there's just no dollar. You know? That's where we're headed. So in that world... And that's where, you know, your kids are going to be. Uh, and you're, you're a stagnant person who sits in the same bad situation and you never change. You're never going to get opportunities. You're never going to be, you're never going to see, you know, the you know opportunities or you're never going to be successful. You're not going to do anything. I, and it's like this guy was like, oh, no, you know, when you're mature and you're an adult, you know, you don't do no. Even if you're an adult today, you have to keep changing because everything you learned yesterday is old and old shit today has no value. Zero fucking value. There's nothing old in this world that has value. Zero. There's, there's no value. Okay. And, and you are, hey, don't believe me, buddy. Look around. Name one thing that's the same for when you when you were a kid. Nothing is the same, and it's going to get even crazier in the next coming years. I was looking at a show. This guy walks into it's a doctor's office, and a doctor's office is mostly autonomous. The lady walks you in, and you get scanned head to toe. And then a doctor looks at the scan and tells you what was possibly wrong with you. He's got one nurse on duty. Not five, not 10, not 15, not 20. One nurse. You schedule you in one at a time. They, they organize everything to work with your phone. They don't even need really a waiting room anymore. They just want people one at a time. You, you, do you understand like how insane that is? What about the nurse that has been sitting learning the same shit somewhere for 20 years? She's obsolete already. 15 years from now, that shit will be everywhere. You know, it's... <laughs> and what I say all this stuff is the people who don't quit jobs, the people who sit somewhere for 20 years, they're never going to grow. When I say if you don't move... You're dying. You're like a shark. You know, life like right now is like a shark. 
right? You got to keep moving to breathe. And even in trucking, let me let me tell you, the company I, I'm at right now, the company I work for right now, I have learned a ton about food because they haul a lot of food. I've learned a ton about food. I've learned a ton about uh, uh, learned a, a lot of companies, a lot of small companies that are hiring, paying pretty damn well. Right? I would have never known anything about those companies if I never came to this company. Every time I change jobs, I learn something new. And that just leads to more opportunities. Every time. If you aren't changing, you're dying. That's just the way it is. If every three or four years you're doing the same shit, you're, you're not going to work out that way. Life just doesn't work that way anymore. You have to change. If you don't change, you're, you're just you're dead in the water, dude. You know, and so when you see when I see guys dissing somebody because they had the balls to change, I feel sorry for them because they're in a world and they think they still have value, not realizing they're an obsolete dinosaur. Every fucking thing you know about the world five years ago is no longer the same. And if you're at the same job, right, your all your knowledge is worthless. When I worked at Warner Enterprises back in the day, you, when you were, the, we made, I think I was making 33 cents a mile. If I was still working there, I'd be making 43 cents a mile. Currently, I make 72. If I didn't change, I wouldn't make that much money. Back then, I had to do 6,000 miles to make a good check. Today, I can make a good check with 2,000. Back then, I had to train because I thought that's, that was the pinnacle. Today, I don't train. Back then, I got home. I went home every two days after eight weeks on the road. Today, I go home every night and every holiday. I would have never had these opportunities had I stayed doing the same shit over at Warner. You have to quit when the opportunities to to get opportunities, you have to be willing to change. You got to quit your job. If you're unhappy where you are, leave. That being said, I want to talk about one more thing. And I'd love to hear your opinion. Do you think change can happen if you don't, if you just sit at the same job? Do you think stability matters? You think there's something called job safety? I don't think job safety exists anymore or dependable jobs and all that shit. I don't believe in that. Companies shut down left and right. Well, I bet Sears was considered a dependable job at one point. They're gone. Kmart was a dependable job at one point, Toys R Us, think about it. Toys R Us probably has Toys R Us probably has what, say fifteen hundred people back in the day that used to work in their accounting in national on a national level. On a national level, world you know, worldwide. I mean it was a big company, Toys R Us was, right? Gone. Gone. Somebody worked there for twenty years and all they knew was Toys R Us. 
Kids don't even play with toys. They play with cell phones now. <laughs> play with tablets now. Right? The whole, all this shit is just like, it's just constantly changing. You imagine being, doing accounting for Toys R Us for years and years and years. You go into a modern accounting world where many, sometimes 50% of the company's uh, accounting has been outsourced to a foreign country. And then sometimes they, they, they might have the rest of it be used by, uh, be is, is being uh, determined by a autonomous program that decides what to pay. I'm not shitting you. There are literally, there are companies that run that way. And the only thing that the local people do is they just monitor the, the, um, the autonomous computer. And at the same time, they monitor the overseas accountants. That's it. That's all they do. And they, and they get rid of a lot of their employees. And sometimes in some places they break those, those, those two employees who just do, um, kind of what I think they call it analysis. They get paid maybe 40 grand a year, sometimes less. I'm not shitting you either. I'm like, literally, that's how some companies run their accounting. And you imagine how old ass Toys, Toys R Us probably ran their accounting. I guarantee you somebody who's been sitting there 20 years doing the same shit, walking in and like, oh, yeah, this is a company. Like, what? What? I'm an analyst. What the fuck is an analyst? I'm an, I'm an accounting. That is accounting here. You're an analyst. Your job is to find, you know, bad bills that the computer approves. Right. And you're, you're, you know, your, your job is to, then you have to call, get on the phone and call this number at three o'clock in the morning to find out what the overseas division is doing in accounting. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy, right? But anyway, believe me, guys, you got to change. The only way to get what you want in life is change. So that being said, I want to talk about one more thing. Don't overvalue money. Don't overvalue money. I was listening to LaShawn Parks talk about how he has a course there where you pay $100 and you can get mentor. Um, he'll mentor you in multiple truck ownership. And it was weird because so many people was, you know, he was just talking about how people call him a, a thief and you should do this for free and all this shit, which is hilarious. It's like, you want my time for free. It's like, I've never understood that. But the thing I thought was the thing I still think is, is interesting is that so many people would rather make a shit ton of mistakes and cost themselves serious money. So they don't spend a hundred dollars that I guarantee you, they spent $100 on some stupid clothing they don't wear. It's amazing how you overvalue money. Like People spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a degree that sometimes don't make them shit. I just don't understand it. It's like even in truck driving, like just getting in the industry, there are guys who sit around thinking about which way to go to school and how can I get a free program and all this stuff. And then you talk to them and they'd be like, Oh man, but how much you making? They'd be like, I'm making $20,000 a year. 
You worried about five grand that you spend, six grand you spend, seven grand you spend, three grand you spend. If things don't work out or, you know, you go to Prime and you spend, I think they charge 3000 right? If you go through their program, you work for them for a year. If it doesn't work out, you pay $3,000, which is nothing, right? At the same time, let's say you, you go pay for it yourself. So you might pay $6,000 or seven, right? Or whatever, whatever that cost is. But if your ass is in twenty grand a year range, and you're going to take your income and get it up to fifty grand within a year, are you fucking insane? Like, do you understand? Like, you're going to get a thirty thousand dollar raise. Thirty thousand dollars. You won't spend five to get thirty. That makes no sense. <laughs> If you go into the fleet ownership mentor program for that, that he runs, you're talking about the potential to make a, to become a million. You're talking about the potential, potential. I'm not even talking about the potential to become a millionaire, right? To increase your opportunity to become a millionaire. Talking about being in the top few 1% of truck drivers, trucking companies out there. Right. In other words, there are tons of owner operators of one trucks. But if you want to be a top one percent driver, right, you're talking about four, five, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty trucks to learn how to do that, to learn how to just get to two or three is going to get you is give, going to give you the the opportunity to make way more than a fucking hundred dollars. And that's not worth a hundred dollars. That makes no sense. You go in your closet and you can find a hundred dollars wasted. You spend more money on food. You spend more. You literally spend, I guarantee you, a hundred dollars a year on food that sits in your house and goes bad every single year. And you just throw it out. I guarantee you, you do this every year. Most Americans, they believe they, I think they say most Americans waste about a thousand dollars a year in food that they never eat. It just goes bad. And you won't spend a hundred dollars to make money, to, to broaden your horizons. It just makes no sense, but you'll gladly spend $500 at the bar, at the club to get some not head hoes, <laughs> Right. Or some thugged out dudes. Right. But you won't spend that same money to give yourself an opportunity to win. Same thing with trucking school. You spend $5,000 to go to Disney World and make the kids smile on that trip that they're going to barely remember in 10 years. (laughs) Right? At the same time, right, you won't spend that same, that close to that same amount of money, right? To take to give yourself a thirty thousand dollar range if you're in the twenties. It's kind of weird when you think about it, but anyway, truckdriver101.com, big can. I'm tired. I'm sure you can tell, and I'm gonna go lay down. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>